You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Introducing the Mike Moore Ministries mobile app, your gateway to spiritual inspiration and godly leadership. With a host of practical features, it's like having a personal spiritual guide in the palm of your hand. Watch and listen to the How to Win podcast, get exclusive early access to the Answers That Work broadcast before it airs on television, receive uplifting and thought-provoking nuggets, and stay up to date with Mike Moore's speaking engagements through an interactive calendar. To download, visit your device's app store and search Mike Moore Ministries. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ. So good to have you with us today. Listen, you're going to be blessed today, and we are on a journey of leadership, and I thank you for taking the journey with me. In our last episode, I began a new series, just two lessons, entitled, So What Do You Really Value? Speaking to you leaders, what do you really value? What does your organization value? What does your church value? What do you really value? Our theme is a leader's values matters. In our last episode, we talked about what are values, why values important. And I closed out talking about something that's so very interesting. I want to go back to that statement that I made. A leadership team can have mismatched values, and this can cause challenges and conflict within the team. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about that? You know, I really didn't think about this until I prepared this lesson, but a leadership team can have members on the team with different values, mismatched values. I'll give you an example. Uh, King Solomon and his foreign wives, quite sure if you studied the Bible, uh, been a student of the Bible, you realize that King Solomon had a lust problem, apparently had a lust problem. He had 300 wives and 700 concubines. Come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Come on, guys, talk to me. What what are you going to do with a thousand women? I mean, a thousand, 300 wives, 700 concubines. Well, the, you know, that's a problem, just numerical problem. There's a numerical problem when you got a thousand women. But there was something that hits home in what we're talking about values. He actually allowed those women to be on his leadership team. They were a part of his leadership team. So now think about it. These are foreign women. These are not Jewish women. These are foreign women. So King Solomon, known for his great wisdom, included foreign wives on his leadership team. And 
they worship other gods. We're talking about what do you really value? He had foreign wives on his team. Your wife is always on your team, whether she has the title or not, she's on your team. He had foreign wives on his team that worship idol gods, false gods. These wives influenced Solomon and caused him to build high places to their deities. This went against Solomon's value system. Well, he his his previous value system, and it caused conflict and spiritual compromise and eventual failure for Solomon and his leadership. It's almost mind-boggling that a man with the wisdom that he had could include and embrace women who had a total different value system and serve different gods. First Kings 10, 7 through 10, I want to read it from the New King James Version. It says, Then Solomon built a high place for Shemosh, false god, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon, false gods, and he did likewise for all his foreign wives. Think about this. He built high places and temples to false gods for all of his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrifice to their gods. So the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned from the Lord God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. Now, this could possibly be maybe second only to Judas committing suicide, a man who was on the leadership team of Jesus the Christ, betrayed him and committed suicide. Probably no sadder story. Probably the next saddest story in all of Scripture is Solomon a man who God gave wisdom beyond the wisdom of all the kings in the earth and gave him wealth. Do you not realize that Solomon was a multi-trillionaire, the world's only multi-trillionaire? And the scripture said that God blessed him with wealth and God blessed him with wisdom and God blessed him with this. And yet... This man, Solomon, backslid from God, turned his wives, turned his heart to foreign gods, and he literally worshiped them alongside of his wife. We have no scripture that says he repented. 
We have no scripture. We do have scripture that God appeared to him twice and tried to get him back on track, but he did not get on track. So we don't know. It seems that Solomon died in a compromised position that he had totally fallen away from God. That, that's a sad story. But what I wanted to do in this second lesson, I wanted to talk about living out our values. So we talked about what values were, why they're important in episode one. In this episode, I want us to talk about living out our values. And I want to give you four steps to living out our values and living out your values, whether it be personal or organizational values. And you should have both values for your personal life, values for your organization, whether it be a church or ministry or business, uh, profit, nonprofit, you should have values for your organization. Here's a statement before we get to number step number one. We can't live our values if we don't have them. We can't live out values that we don't know. We can't live out values that we never name. We can't name. So step one to living out our values is to discover your values. Just four steps. Discover your values. Some people call, call this finding your voice, finding your voice. So I want to give you, because we talked about what values are, why they're important in episode one here in this second lesson, it's just two lessons. I want to give you a list of values. This is not an exhaustive list, but I want to give you a list of values. I'm not giving you a list for you to embrace these values. I'm giving you a list so you can have a concept of what I'm talking about when I say values. I have a list of 10 values. I just want to share it with you briefly. Achievement can be a value. Achievement is the successful completion of visible tasks or projects. Maybe that's a value that you have achievement. Appearance. Some people value appearance. Looking good, dressing well, being fashionable. Number three, power. Power can be a value. Control over decision-making projects and movement of people. Some people value power. Integrity. Integrity is a value. It's truthful, acting in line with one's talk and beliefs. Family is a value. Taking care of, spending time with loved ones. Number six, teamwork can be a value, cooperating with others toward a common goal. Respect can be a value, treating others with consideration, dignity, and courtesy, regardless of differences, regardless of disagreements. Excellence. Excellence can be a value. The pursuit of high quality, exceptional performance, and continuously striving for improvement. Number nine, a strong work ethic is a great value. It's diligence, responsibility, a strong sense of commitment to doing one's job to the best of their abilities. And then finally, faith can be a value. Deep trust 
confidence and belief in God and his word. I listed quickly 10 values. What are your values? In our last episode, I asked you to take a moment, think about your values, and I asked you to list 10. List 10 of your values. And if you were, did not hear the first episode, I want you to do this exercise. I want you to take time, meditate, think about your life, and I want you to list 10 values. You say, well, how do I discover my values? I'll give you some keys. And these are the keys I gave uh, in a prior uh, episode. To discover your values, look within you. Look within you. Look within you. What burns within you? Look within you. To discover your values, look behind you. Look behind you. What have you learned? What have you experienced? Sometimes our values are are, uh, actually originate out of history. Things that we've learned, things that we've experienced. Look within you. Look behind you. Look around you. What is happening to others? What do you want for others? What do you want to do with others? Look within you. Look behind you. Look around you. Look above you. What does God expect of you? I want you to list 10 values that you have. Work real hard. List 10 values. Is your value respect? Is your value family? Is your value whatever it may be, teamwork? Is your value integrity? I want you to listen. I want you to list 10 values. This is just step one. And then once you get to 10, I want you to decrease your list to five. Boil it down to five. Out of the 10 values, list five that mean more to you than anything else. Then after you decrease it to five, I want you to work real hard and I want you to decrease your list to three. Three. Three values. Three. One, two, three. Now, when you get to three, actually, when you get to five, you're going to begin to see what really matters to you. You're going to begin to understand what you stand for, what you're about, what defines you. And when you get down to three, you're going to really be able to hit the mark of this These three values define best who I am, what I stand for, what I believe in, what's important to me. Now, I did the exercise myself. I wanted to take the time and I wanted to list 10 of my values. And I came up with 10. Number one was the word of God. Number two was prayer. Number three was people. And people always begin with family, start in Jerusalem and then work your way out. Now, now my fourth value was integrity. My fifth value was excellence. My sixth value was kindness. My seventh value was giving. My eighth on my eighth list was faithfulness. 
Number nine was simplicity. And number 10 was peace. These are, when I talk about peace, harmony with others and, 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 and good uh, relationships with others. So I got 10 values, the word of God, prayer, people, integrity, excellence, kindness, giving, faithfulness, simplicity, and peace. I value these 10 things. I value them. I value them. What's your list? Then when I when I decrease and minimize my list to five, boy, that was a challenge because I value all 10 of these things. I list it in, in this order, the word of God. I value the word of God. This is my five on my on my decrease list. People was number two. Number three was giving. Number four was excellence, and number five was kindness. Now, when I took my list, what defines me? What's important to me? What stood out? I've gone now from 10 to the Word of God to people. I value people. To three, giving, I value giving. Number four, I value excellence. And number five, I value kindness. Now, when I, I brought my list down, wow, when I brought my list down to three, it became even harder. Out of the 10, out of the five, what was my top three values? Number one was the word of God. I value God's word. And what, what this value did for me, it embraced a lot of the other things that I believe in, like integrity and prayer and, uh, and people. It, it brought those things in because if I value the word of God, I'll value integrity and I'll value uh, uh, people. So my second thing on my list is excellence. I value excellence. I value the word of God. I value excellence. I believe that it's important for me to be the best that I can be, do the best that I can do. I believe that I should always try to go beyond average. Don't want to be average. Don't want people around me to be average. I want people around me, under me, following me to give their best, be their best. I value excellence. And then thirdly, out of that 10 and out of that five, I had to boil it down to one other thing. And I think that my third value would be kindness. 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 Is my third value, the word of God, excellence and kindness. Okay, so what's your 10? What's your five? What's your three values? These are very important, very, very important. Now, I think it's good also to take your three values and then make a statement out of it or a slogan out of it. Like my first value, the word of God is the answer. It's easy for me to remember the word of God is the answer. Here's, I came up with this on excellence. Excellence equals extraordinary. Excellence equals extraordinary. 
Now think about that. It helps me to remember my value of excellence. It equals extraordinary. The word excellence means going beyond average, going beyond average. Well, extraordinary is two words, extraordinary. You added extra to ordinary. So I'm not going to be ordinary. I'm going to do more than ordinary. Excellence. Excellence equals extraordinary. And then choose kindness. That's my third value. Simple statement. Choose kindness. Whenever you're making choices, make sure that you're going to choose kindness. Make sure that you're going to choose kindness. So the first step in living out your values is to discover them. Find your voice. Write your 10 out. Decrease it to five. Break it down to number to three. Now, you don't have to just have three. You can have more than three. But I want you to find the essence of what defines you, what defines your organization, what defines your church. Step two, articulate your values. Articulating your values inform others of what you believe. It informs others of what's important to you. You got to talk your values. You got to say what you value so others will know what you value, what you believe. Step three, let your values guide you. Let them guide you. Allow your values to set your priorities. If it's a value, you should set your priorities around your values. Priorities should always fall within the framework of your values. Let your values determine others' compatibility with you. Okay? If I want to connect with you, I want you on my team, but you have no value. You don't value the word. We're not compatible. If, if I want you on my team, then you've got to value excellence. If, if we're going to be on the same team, you have to value kindness. Let your values determine compatibility. Number four, align your behavior and actions with your values. In other words, take your values from talk to behavior, from talk to behavior. You can talk it all you want to, but you have to behave in a way that's consistent with your values. Values should be actionable. In other words, if you talk and got your values up on the wall, but you're acting totally different from your values, it makes no difference. You, you might as well not have values. Number four, align your, be your behavior and actions with your value. Now, Practice your values. As I close, and I, I'm trusting that you, you've gotten something out of this, that you're going to go back in and listen to episode one. What are values? Why are values important? And in this episode, how do we live out it? I gave you four steps. I want you to go back. I want you to listen to both episodes because it's one thing to have a purpose is another thing to have a vision, but your values are like your moral compass, okay? It's going to let you know when you're out of bounds, 
when you're inbounds. It's going to let you know what your bottom line is. Your guideposts, your rails on a highway, they have guardrails to keep you in the road. Now, you can cross those guardrails, but they are designed to let you know you're out of bounds. You're off the road, keep you in the road. Your values are designed to keep you moving with your vision. Stay in the middle of the road. As I close, Stephen Covey states, personal leadership is the process of keeping your wisdom and values before you and aligning your life to be congruent with your values. Sheila Murray Bethel, Bethel, Sheila Murray Bethel, in her book, A New Breed of Leader States, the atmosphere in which you lead is determined largely by how you define and communicate your values. Whether or not you realize it, every time you choose to do one thing as opposed to another, you made a value decision. In other words, your values are expressed through your actions. Your values are expressed through your actions. Now, I trust that you've been blessed by these two lessons. They are very important to successful uh, leadership. We've talked about, we've talked about purpose, the why matters. We've talked about vision, seeing beyond the now. And we've talked about values. What do you really value? In our next part, we're going to talk about strategy strategy, and you don't want to miss that. I look forward to seeing you next time, and thank you for taking this leadership journey with me.